Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Wrapping up this weekend, the first weekend in June here on the Harp on Sports Media, the Harp on Sports Audio Network. Uh, before we get cracking here, as always, like, follow, share, subscribe. You know the drill at Harp on Sports via the Twitter at Harp on Sports via the Instagram as well. We have the Harp on Sports Facebook page. Harp on Sports podcast can be heard on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts as well as Buzz Buzz Sprout. Okay, what do we have in store for you today? Well. Dabo Swinney's shirt snafu, politics and sports, and NASCAR's nightmare. We're going to start off with Dabo Swinney first. Dabo Swinney wore a shirt, or at least there is a picture out of a shirt, and it says football matters. And phraseology matters. It matters what you say. It matters how you say it. It just does. And, of course, with Black Lives Matter, there's been a counter with the All Lives Matter slogan and trying to explain that to individuals and people. I'm sure you've heard it before. I think it's a brilliant analogy when somebody says, hey, Black Lives Matter, and then you get hit with, well, All Lives Matter. Well, okay, but the analogy that was so brilliantly explained to me was it's the equivalent of a house on fire. Black Lives Matter is, hey, our house is on fire. And All Lives Matter is the response of, well, all houses matter. Yeah, but the one's on fire. Yours isn't. That's the difference. And the Football Matters shirt, Black Lives Matter, that slogan and that phraseology, all right, belongs to a movement now that's bigger than any slogan that has the word matters in it. And Football Matters is a slogan, what, the Football Foundation? It's the Football Foundation slogan. It's been their lo- slogan for years. It's been their slogan, Football Matters. It's been their slogan for years, the Football Foundation slogan, way before Black Lives Matter existed. Okay, I'm going to give you a symbol that existed way before anybody else's symbol existed. For the American flag, before pretty much any nation. The Aztecs symbol was a double swastika. Yeah, Hindu, Buddhism used the swastika. I saw a picture before I started this podcast, before I started this Facebook live video and ready for this. There was a drawing on a cave from the seventh century of a swastika, but I mentioned the word swastika. What do you think of? You think of the third Reich. You think of the SS, don't you? That's what I think of swastika. See somebody walking around with a swastika shirt on. I go, what on earth are you doing? Oh, don't worry, Seth. This isn't. Nazi Germany, the swastika, the swastika is Hindu. Won't work. Does it work? It doesn't. So the football matters slogan that the football foundation, oh, we've had that for a while now. Not anymore. It's got to go. Got to go. It does. Doesn't belong to you. Black lives matter. That phrase belongs to that movement. It's evolved. And you, whatever you have had in the past, like, I'm not going to begrudge, I'm not going to fault Dabo Sweeney for, and I don't know when this picture was taken, I don't. If it was taken before the last three weeks, Dabo gets a pass. He does. Dabo gets a pass. If he's wearing it this weekend, he's not reading the temperature in the room at all. 
at all. And then it's a judgment call at that point. Football matters. Well, I don't see the difference. You're right. You don't. You don't. Black lives matter. You cannot be walking around with shirts that say other. Th- you can't do it. You just can't do it right now or ever going forward. Why? That phrase has become bigger and it's become aligned with something individually. It has. So, again, with all due respect, a Football Matters t-shirt that was part of the Football Foundation, that's our slogan. Not anymore. And before you say, well, that's not really fair. They had the slogan before them. The WWF changed their slogan to the WWE. Why? Because the WWF became the World Wildlife Foundation. And the WWF that I grew up with, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and all those guys, became the WWE. Don't sit here and tell me you can't change a slogan. Or you can't change an acronym. Because you can. It's a decent thing to do. So, even though the football foundation may have, football matters, it's our slogan. Not anymore. Not anymore. Just don't do it. So, again, Dabo Swinney. This, I don't I don't know when the picture was taken. His shirt says football matters. If it was taken a couple weeks ago before the George Floyd murder, Dabo, okay, the picture's old. But if you're walking around with a shirt that says matters now, and it doesn't say black lives matter, you simply don't get it. You don't. So we'll see what happens and when this Dabo picture came out. So Dabo gets the benefit of the doubt as long as that picture was from a couple of weeks ago. So there's that. Second phase of all this politics and sports i keep hearing that sports and politics don't mix and sports and politics are separate since when since when oh you mean like the super bowl where former presidents come out and do the coin toss and we sing god bless america and the national anthem and we have a military flyover good thing sports aren't involved in politics aren't involved with that Sports and politics don't mix since when? Muhammad Ali? Since John Carlos? I think of the most iconic moments in the history of the Olympics. It's all political. What team did you love the United States to beat more? That's all political. It's countries versus other countries. What do you mean the political? Sports and politics don't mix. They mix all the time. They mix all the time. Ever see a former athlete run for political office and win? Did they win because of their great political commentary? Tommy Tuberville, this is what's fascinating about this. Politics and sports. No, I just don't know. No, I'm tired of sports and politics mixing. The former Auburn head football coach is probably going to be the next Republican or the next senator from the state of Alabama. I think if Tommy Tuberville weren't a head football coach in the state of Alabama for a decade, he'd have a sneeze at that, have a sniff at that seat. No. Sports and politics don't mix. Come on. Jack Kemp, he's a vice presidential candidate. What? Jesus, it's been 24 years ago. It has been no longer than that. No, it's 24 years ago. Jack Kemp was on the same ticket as Bob Dole. Jack Kemp was an NFL quarterback for crying out loud. And he used that to become an elected official. Steve Largent, Tom Osborne. Happens all the time. Sports and politics don't mix. I'm tired of sports and politics. No more politics and sports. It happens all the time. You're just not an adult enough to handle it. I didn't care two years ago, three years ago when athletes took a knee. It didn't have any effect on the game. It didn't have an output on the game. Maybe an effect on your feelings because you're a child. I don't want to see that. Well, don't look. I don't want to look at that. Droning the national anthem. Oh. Never had a problem with a guy in the beer line not paying attention to it. 
Never had a problem when you're taking a piss during God Bless America during the seventh inning and then uh, take me out to the ball game during a baseball game. Eh, eh, grandstanding, you can go park that over there. Logic and common sense. It's true. So this whole sports and politics things don't mix. No. Sports and your politics don't mix. Or your political slant don't mix. Never gone there and, okay. I was at a Red Sox game when John Kerry was running for president in 2004. He threw out the first pitch and he got booed. Okay. I didn't sit there and go, ah, hmm. Yankees-Red Sox game here on Sunday night's ruined. It's ruined for me now. Can't watch it anymore. It's ruined. Ruined. Red Sox-Yankees ruined. Oh, why? I'm an adult. I get worked up over things like that. President Trump went to the Alabama-LSU game. Standing ovation. How about keeping the politics out of sports? No, it's fine that he went to the game. He's the president of the United States. If he wants to go to a football game, he should be allowed to. Please save me to take the politics out of sports. The vice president of the United States two years ago went to an Indianapolis Colts game in grandstand and walked out after the national anthem because the players took a knee. Let me take the politics out of sports. Politics is directly infused into sports. Both parties do it. You ever notice the people that say they're tired of politics and sports, they generally 100% of the time disagree with what's going on? Speaking of that, I still think somebody... Please, somewhere, somehow, during a press conference with everything that's going on, ask the president, looking back now, a couple years later after Colin Kaepernick did what he did peacefully, you're doubling down on the national anthem. He he protested peacefully. What she had done? Get that answer. Hmm? Might as well quit asking about the coronavirus or anything else because not going to answer it. So there's that front, too. All right. So politics and sports. Please tell me that sports and politics. I'm tired of them. Clash. They don't belong together. They're together always. Don't believe me? What's the greatest moment in American sports history? Go. What is it? Greatest moment in sports history. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. The U.S. Olympic hockey team dumping the Soviet Red Army in 1980. Oh. The politics involved with that, I'm sure we'd have had the same reaction if we beat Finland. We did, for the gold medal. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Soviet match wasn't the Soviet. Oh, it wasn't the gold medal match, was it? No, it was the semifinal match. Gold medal match came a couple nights later against Finland. Whoops. Politics and sports are always connected at the hip. Always. From Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, winning a gold medal. All the way up to whatever's going to... Well, the Olympics got pushed back this year. We root for Team USA. We root for our country, which is fine. No politics in other sports as well? Come on. Come on. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Again, I had no problem with John Kerry throwing out the first pitch in 2004 at the Red Sox-Yankees game. No problem with President Bush throwing out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. No problem with Donald Trump going to the Alabama-LSU game. Have a problem with Mike Pence showing up to the Colts game and walking out after the national anthem because that was staged and choreographed and just he's being a turd. So mm, politics and sports connected. Um, Something else, too. You want to see something brutal, brutal. NASCAR had a race this weekend and they took a moment of silence for George Floyd. Then they posted that moment of silence in prayer, mind you peaceful on their twitter feed go look at the comments under that video you want to see something brutal 
you want to see ugly, get NASCAR at a race today. They took a moment of silence for George Floyd and the unrest in America and all those that are affected. Posted the video of the prayer and the moment of silence on Twitter. Go look what people are doing. Go look what people are saying. It's brutal. It's brutal. And the one thing that doesn't take much effort is being a decent person, being a decent human being. And this is another thing that I am just in awe of this last week, week and a half. When people sit there and people in my profession are guilty of it, that say, oh, this is just such a difficult issue to talk about. It's a difficult. I understand if nobody wants to talk about it because it's difficult. Not if you're an adult, it's not. Not if you're an adult, it's not. Not difficult at all. Now, you may be uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable, well, there's all sorts of reasons to be uncomfortable. Your kid swears in public. You think you're going to fart and get away with it, and you you don't. There's all sorts of things that make you uncomfortable. If this makes you uncomfortable, I don't want to talk about this because this is uncomfortable. It's the same thing I hear when people say, what am I supposed to tell my children? What am I supposed to tell my children about this? If you can't talk to your kids as an adult, you shouldn't have them. Go down to the state. Tell them you're unfit to be a parent. I'm unfit to be a father. I'm unfit to be a mother. Anytime anybody says, what do I tell my children? I want to puke. Because you're obviously not an adult enough to have them. What am I supposed to tell my kids about sex? I don't know. Be an adult. Be responsible. I know. Tough. Tough. And if I hear one more person say, gosh, this is just so hard to talk about. Not if you're an adult. It's not. It's not. And then I take that and I stack that with the next thing that I keep hearing is that, boy, you got to watch what you say nowadays. You got to watch what you say nowadays. Yes, if you're a racist, bigot, or a homophobe, yeah, you have to be careful what you say because it come back to haunt you. Think about that. When people say, oh, you got to be careful what you say. Anytime I hear anybody say that, I think, hmm, what you're telling me is you've said some stuff in the past that you hope doesn't come out about you. You got to be careful what you say nowadays. I'm open book. Go find something I said wrong. Go for it. I'm not a racist, bigot, or a homophobe. So I'm not. you're not going to find anything on me. I'm a good person. Just to think I am. Sure, flaws. Yeah, they exist. But I'm not a, a lot of things I am. I can be a turd. I can be arrogant. I can be selfish. Racist, bigot, homophobe. <laughs> nope. No chapter in that book. None. So when I hear people say, oh, you just got to be careful what you say nowadays. I think, hmm, oh boy, pry into that closet. Let's see what we find. Listen for people that say those things. The same people that rattle off about what they believe. And I understand what they're doing. I understand. I understand what's going on. But everything before the word but is you know what rhymes with null spit, doesn't it? Does. So another bizarre, ever-changing week in life, culture, sports, from Drew Brees stepping in it to people just saying things that you shouldn't say. And it's, oh, I can't believe they said that. They're in trouble now. Well, you should be in trouble. The guy that runs CrossFit came out and was talking about, was it the mental health? An organization talked about how racism and bigotry, prejudice is a mental health issue. And he called it, oh, it's Floyd 19. Oh my gosh, he's in trouble now. He should be in trouble. The run, the advertisers and sponsors are running. They should run. The spotlight is on you. 
And if you aren't a decent person when the spotlight is on you, I can only imagine what happens when that light goes off. Think about it. If you can't be a decent person when the spotlight is on you, what are you behaving like when it's not? Right? See? This podcast is 18 minutes in. We can have conversations about a lot of things. You're not even talking back to me. I'm just talking to you. You can be decent. You can be respectable. You can be honest. Well, you can't even be honest anymore. No, you can't be racist anymore. Publicly. You can't be a bigot anymore. When I hear, I keep hearing, you can't even be honest anymore. No, you just can't be a racist bigot anymore and get away with it. You can't. Oh, well, my heart's not going to ache for you. So I look at all this and look at the next step in the evolution. Who knows what this week will bring us? Who knows what next week will bring us? It's a bizarre, strange time in our history. I hope everybody learns something each week. I know I've learned a lot. I have. And I hope you have too. If you haven't, well, God bless you. So who knows what our next podcast will be? Who knows what the next one will be? But I'm going to continue to be here. I'll continue to do them. And I hope you learn and absorb as much as I have over the course of the last few weeks. So there we go. Uh, in case anybody wanted to know, give everybody a heads up. I am filling in um, in for Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF on Monday. I'm going to be filling in for Steve. Steve is taking off Monday. My show slated to start again a little bit later this summer in the process of just running the radio station right now, gang. Um, you can check it out, ESPN Gainesville, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards as well. You want to follow it there. Again, Harp on Sports, the podcast, the bar. Is the bar is completely done now? You can check it out, harponsports.com. We fire these things off midweek and every single Sunday night. Harponsports.com, uh, Harp on Sports Podcast, the bar also up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, pretty much anywhere. You follow me on social media, you'll get it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm going to be on the air again on Monday, noon to 2. You can check it out. You just follow me on social media. You'll see it. I'll share the Facebook live video. I'll share the Twitter as well. Everything during the show from noon to 2 tomorrow. I've got quite the show planned. So looking forward to chatting with you then again. Thank you for your time on this Sunday night. This has been Harp on Sports, the bar on the Harp on Sports Media and Podcast Network.